Hey guys, and welcome to Personality Bingo with me, your host, Tom Moore. So, this week on the podcast, we have Ross Gaynor. Ross is an actor and a writer who you might have seen in The Train at the Abbey Theatre very recently by Rough Magic. If you didn't see him there, I've got great news. You can see him this week at the theatre upstairs with his one-man show, I'm a Bird Now. Ross is the sole performer in this show. It's directed by Carl Shields. I've heard only brilliant things, and it's in the theatre upstairs, which has to be Ireland's most exciting venue for new writing right now. There's so much great stuff coming out of there so consistently. The prices are super reasonable. Uh, Carl and Laura run the place brilliantly, and I couldn't recommend it anymore so please take a trip to the theatre go see Ross Gaynor in I Am A Bird Now but enough plugging a Ross and all his stuff what about my stuff I have a web series called Personal oh, I God, Jesus, all the stuff is combining into one big mess. I have a web series called Fix Me. Uh, please do check it out if you haven't already. It's on YouTube. It's absolutely free. Uh, the episodes, uh, episode two just came out this week. It's 11 minutes long. Uh, it's called Noted. Uh, you'll find it. Fix Me web series, uh, Tom Warren, all that good stuff. Please do check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, I'm really, really proud of this. Uh, episode two, I think, is really, really good fun. Uh, I'd love to know what you think. And if you could share it with a friend, that would mean the world, as always. If you can share the podcast, the web series, anything like that with a friend, it does literally open it up to hundreds more people that I just don't have access to. And uh, your help, honestly, is the only way we keep going. And the uh, the, the 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 best thing in my life. There, there, I said it. It's the best thing in my life, uh, guys. Look, I'll leave it there. Uh, but before I do. Please do check out Ross in the theatre. He's a smashing actor. I've heard only great things about the play. I'm going to be in to see it this week. Uh, but until then, check out Ross Gaynor playing Personality Bingo with Tom Moran. We play personality bingo with Tom Warren. Absolutely. All right, okay, let's do yeah. it. So, uh, just like a quick recap of the rules. They're not rules, they're, 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 they're guidelines. They're very strict. Uh, yeah, they're <laughs> really strict. You might cry. Yeah. Uh, so, I have 60 balls in here, uh, 60 questions here. I'm going to put 60 minutes on the clock. Uh, I have five numbers in front of you. Uh, I'm going to ask you to read out the five numbers that we've randomly generated for you, if you will. Cool. We have number nine, mm -hmm. number 14, Great. number 22, okay. 26, yeah. and 58. Nice. And can you do me a favour and can you pick a sixth number of your own choosing? Between... Between one and 60. One and 60. Anything yeah. at all. Let's go in here. Do I tell you? Yeah, please. 37. 37? The bus to Castlemack. Ah, nice. You're from Castlemack? <laughs> no. Oh. Well. <laughs> I just know the buses. I'm yeah. from Blanchestown. Oh, uh, you from Blanchestown? I should have put 39. Oh, I'm, we're, we're almost neighbours. I'm from Dunboyne. I lived in Dunboyne for years as well. Did you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. I lived, we moved from uh, we moved from Blanchestown to Dunboyne, and then I moved all over the place. Then when I went to college, I went to college in UCD before I went to the Lear. Uh -huh. um, so it was just too much of a track, really, from Dunboyne, so I moved to the North Circular Road. Oh, wow. And then I moved to Harcourt Road, and I've been there for like... Five years now. Deadly. So I'm fairly settled into that one. Yeah, and how, was it? What was the Blanchardstown to Dunboyne move like? Because it's. Yeah, it was. I was kind of odd because I, then I went to school in town as well, so I didn't really get into Dunboyne. Like I'd have no. Oh, like I wouldn't. Like my I obviously would consider my house home, or, uh, but I, I didn't really hang out there or anything. And then everyone in my school came from lots of different places. So mm. my, a lot of my friends are from Drumcondra, Clontarf, for Castlenock. So it kind of. Even hanging out with mates, you weren't really hanging out in anyone's particular home place. So yeah, yeah. It's a nice place, but I don't like. I wouldn't really consider myself a yeah a citizen of Dunboyne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Oh, <laughs> interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, cool. But yeah, like I don't think I've ever been to a pub in Dunboyne. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're not missing out on loads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not the. <laughs> They're pubs not quite in Dunboyne. Chelsea, New York. Yeah, no, 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 no. it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I moved out as well. That's the thing, though. Like talking about it with friends, like you can kind of. I know, like, fair enough if you're not, like, particularly, like, attached to the area, but, like, I, like, I went to school there and, like, know, like, a lot, you kind of feel like you know everyone there and then you go back and, like, you don't, but, yeah, like, I moved out, but we were talking about this last night, it's, like, I think it's a lot, like, out of most of my mates from home, I think I'm pretty much the only person who's moved out. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I'm 23 and I would, I on it, like, I, I know of other people who moved out, but I say my, like, close group friends, let's say, like, 10 from home, I yeah, think I'm yeah. the only person who's moved out. I don't know, is that like a weird thing? Because Dunboyne's one of them weird places where it's close enough to commute. Yeah, it's pretty accessible. And now the buses are so, yeah. so handy. Um, it's, yeah, it's a funny one. Like, it's just, it would, I probably would have stayed home longer, only mm. that 
college was just so far away yeah, that, I, that it was it was impractical. But um, any of my friends that live at home just have so much more money than oh, I do yeah. or than anyone else. You know what I mean? It is massive because it's what like yeah. it's whatever between like like minimum five hundred plus money that you just don't have to throw yeah, away. Yeah. Assuming you're not paying rent. Yeah, or no, you're probably I'm, paying I'm less perpetually rent. broke. And even when. You know, like the the train, I had a bit of money saved from that. But then, as soon as that stops, you have no money coming in. So you're swiping over from your savings account into your current account just constantly, and it just dwindles away. Yeah, it's a, nothingness. It's a scary feeling. Yeah. I did that day. I had a little peek at my bank balance because <laughs> it had been like ten days, and I was like, uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did a really weird thing yesterday where I like, like not consciously, but like, I just I just caught myself wasting money. Like I was running really late for. Uh, a meeting and I, I really needed to go and I just got handed 30 euro from <laughs> this other thing and I, I just I just kind of knew that I dropped it on the way I was just kinda, I, I'm nearly certain that this is not in my pocket anymore oh and it, I'd, I'd ran like 200 metres like I could turn back but that would make me about 3 minutes more late and I, it was so weird because it was like I don't know that I made the right choice I didn't turn back for oh no years. you definitely made the wrong choice I think I did <laughs> I, I really hate Fuck being yeah. late I really hate being late really yeah yeah like um, obviously, I was willing to sacrifice thirty euro to not. Okay, be late. well, no, you really don't like to be late. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but uh, would, let's play because I would I, happily be late for thirty euro. <laughs> yeah, I, no, it was a bad. I really regret the minute <laughs> late. Like you know when you get there and then like everyone's just like in the waiting room and you're like, oh, I didn't actually need to be here exactly on time <laughs> at <laughs> all. You're gonna be waiting for twenty five minutes. But my fantasy was like there'd be someone waiting at the door, like pointing at their watch, being like, Tom, we've been waiting. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, it doesn't happen, but. I've done. I have, I have some money on the way from voiceovers, but it takes ninety days to get paid yeah. without fail. So every time I do one, I keep foolishly being like, "Oh, that's all right now. That'll sort me out for the weekend." Like in three months' time. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I forget every time. So in in three months, I, I'll have a pretty nice <laughs> yeah. bank account. You'll but be sorted for, the next for three months. I Christmas presents. Fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, hey, will we just we just go for a spin? Yeah, yeah, uh, rock and roll. Yeah, right, ready to go. Oh, I should say that if uh, no one's done it yet, but if you do manage to cross off all six year numbers, so this is a bit of a challenge. I am okay, challenging yeah. you. If you manage to do that, then you get to turn uh, a question, any question that you want, back on me, uh, and I promise I'll give you a completely honest. Answer. Oh, great. Yeah. Do I have to have an asked question? Yeah? Uh, yeah, you, you get to ask the question, but I mean, yeah, like I said, because someone's gotten five, no one's gotten six. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Punk. I think you've got good numbers, though. I, I kind of I tried to cover the board. There's two twenties, mm. but um, yeah, I think I've got you know I'm trying to take off each decade of numbers. I think that's the <laughs> best. That's the best tactic. Although it hasn't worked so far. Maybe someone should just try to do like you know like two, four, six. Yeah, eight, one, ten. two, three, four, five. Yeah, <laughs> just like make it work. Anyway, right. Let's keep it spinning. Okay, gonna put six seconds on there. Sixty minutes on the clock. Right and uh, right, we are ready to go. All right, first number out the door. We have number thirty-one. No, no, no worries. Enjoy, no. no worries at all. Okay, number thirty-one. What relationship, if any, do you have to the gym? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I yeah, I, I go to the gym. I try to go to the gym three times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that stops when I'm rehearsing. Yeah. Generally, I just I used to go in the evenings. Uh, I would like I I try avoid it between four o'clock and like ten o'clock. Yeah, but I I did for a while go at ten o'clock, but I'm just I can't really do that anymore. It's tiring. It's, yeah, it's just. And then you come back and you have a shower and you like you can never really just sleep immediately after it. So mm-hmm. no, I'm normally pretty good at it. Yeah, I'm pretty good. We're both kind of dressed currently like we could have just come from come the gym. Come from the gym, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's true. Sleeveless. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's very hot. Yeah. It's really hot. But um, no, I do. I like it. I find it very meditative. Yeah. Um, I listen to podcasts actually in mm. the gym. I stopped listening to music about a year ago in the gym. Yeah. And I plug in normally the second captains. Yes. And personality bingo. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I I kind of zone out and have a takes I'm kind of do that high intensity interval training do you? at the moment yeah right, right, right. so it takes me a bit just over an hour maybe an hour and 10 minutes to get through the whole thing oh. and what kind of stuff are you doing in that so it's all short bursts so you go cardio weights cardio weights yeah um so I normally start in a cross trainer and they say for starters that you do six bursts of 30 seconds mm. 45 seconds rest mm. 30 seconds 45 seconds rest six times then 10 reps of 10 or 10 sets of 10 reps with a slightly lighter weight because like it's a hundred reps in total so you're not doing it with heavy weights sure then on a bike you're on a treadmill same again and then another weight so you stay like you kind of do it in the same arms one day back like you do the yeah the typical way but no I, I love it yeah I don't um well, yeah I really like Alan that's great yeah like I'm not I'm not I don't I'm not really into like bulking or anything it's all kind of about 
trying to stay pretty lean, trying to stay trim. I don't like, yeah. I don't take protein or anything. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of do it for fitness. But I find it very, it's funny. Like, it's a funny one that, like, as I get, I'm, I'm 25 now and I'm generally quite happy. Like, but um, realizing that actually mental health is a bit more precarious than you think it is when you're 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And like the answer to that is exercise. It's huge. Like it's just, that's, it, it's a, for me anyway, sorry, in my personal case, it's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah, I, I think that's part of it. Like yeah. there's, there's loads of other things, obviously like yeah. chemically and whatever, mm. and like, you know, whatever situation going on in your life. But ex- like, it's just that kind of thing. Of, like if you can control the controllables, you should be exercising. Oh yeah, yeah. And then like, if you can combine that with, what are those three things to say if you have your health mm-hmm. uh, something you love doing and someone you love like that's great I've actually never heard like, that which is it's such a basic bitch way yeah, of looking yeah. at it but it's true it's someone uh, I can't remember who said it Jesus it could be Freud or, anyway it's one of those mm. one of those smart fellas mm-hmm. <laughs> <One of> the <laughs> said something like that yeah um, and that's basically it but like obviously health not being sick and stuff but for me health also involves yeah. being relatively fit yeah um, so, relatively is it yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, the important yeah. word there because I'm I'm certainly not a Last Anthony Joshua. No, I know, I know. But, um, no. That's good. I'm a better boxer. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was what was implied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice one. Now okay. uh, let's go again. All right, here we go. So uh, number seventeen. No, that. Okay, no worries. Number seventeen question is oh uh, how well the question is I, I sometimes I edit my questions as I read them because I'm like that's a bit personal, is it? But uh, fuck it, I'll ask you. You can ask answer you want. <laughs> <laughs> who and how was your first kiss? I just think it's weird to ask who your first kiss was, but that's what I wrote. So there. You oh, go. um, Jesus, uh, what was her name? Well, I'm not going to name her on air. Don't I don't know her anymore, so it doesn't that's really. Right. I don't really care in that it was regard. Sandra, just in case she's Sandra. Yeah, damn yeah. it, Sandra. But I've been looking for her ever since. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's a big listener. Yeah, yeah, big fan. Um, if you're listening, Sandra. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, uh, I, I, I was in school. I was in, I was in secondary school, and I actually kissed her at the 39 bus stop. No <laughs> way. Of, yeah, on, this, on Hawkins Street. This podcast should um, be sponsored by Dublin Bus. Yeah, by this one. Yeah. This, that was now I said it. That was my first like proper kiss. Yeah. It had kind of like little pecks in the cheeks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I think I was 13. 13 uh, is pretty young. Proper kiss. Oh no, it wasn't that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was like normal. We were like, we were going out as I'm using my fingers to do mm-hmm, inverted mm-hmm. commas there. Um, oh man. For all of a week or maybe a fortnight. Yeah. Um, I bought so much jewellery for like teenage girlfriends that I never like talked to. Oh really? I, but I would give them jewellery and maybe hug them but like mm-hmm. never spoke to I them. I bought the, this girl was a bit of a rocket and I <laughs> bought her a, a hymn. Do you remember that band hymn? Yeah. Put like a leather <laughs> wrist strap thing with the hymn logo on it. Whoa. Yeah, that was... um. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, I used, no she I used to uh, go out with a goth. Nice. Uh, and I thought, you know, for Halloween at one stage, I'd uh, I'd buy her a grave, but she didn't really dig it. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was <laughs> like, this sounds like something out of a Conor McPherson yeah. play <laughs> for a moment. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, where you where you could like easily pass as like a, if you told me you were like a rocker teenager, I would completely believe you. I was for a little while. Yeah, I didn't. Like I didn't really get fully into it. I, I dabbled in it. Mm. I dabbled in it, but I wasn't. Uh, I, I never really hung around the central bank or anything. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, um, central bank was crazy. I knew people who did. Like I had friends who did, but it was uh, everyone around like one can of Dutch gold. Yeah, <laughs> I had fifteen people around one can or a can of bombers. Probably was probably drinking I, beer. I still get intimidated if I have to walk by like a group of. It, you you do know you're getting like. Older when you have to walk by like a group of teenagers, yeah. you're kind of like, oh, I, I just hope they don't like talk to me. Oh man, it's crazy. But now, have you noticed in Central Bank now they're all um, skinheads? Like this is England style skinheads. Really? Now I'm sure they're not neo Nazis. I think it's just a style thing, and they yeah. all seem like fairly soft teenagers. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's just such an intimidating look. Yeah. Like the Ben Sherman shirt and the uh, braces and Doc Martens and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going like. Uh, maybe maybe it does signify like scam. Maybe there's a big scar revolution coming. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, that's just I'm like neo Nazis. Yeah, they're neo Nazis. I, I, I really briefly lived with a guy last year. Um, it was like <laughs> this. This is gonna sound like a weird thing. He was quite a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. He was also he would he would identify as a Nazi as a you know like like. Um, okay. <laughs> he, I don't think he was particularly intelligent. So yeah, like yeah, even yeah. when I like repeat the things that he would say to me, they kind of contradict each other. Uh, but like he he was like a, he was very like. He was very like for Trump. He was very for like, uh, oh, of course, yeah. um, but like, but he's like really racist. Is in like Openly. him, yeah. Him and his friends would go out and try and like fight. Oh Jesus! Black people, yeah, yeah. For example, like he was really like, but like, I don't 
this is what he would say. I don't think he did. Yeah, did you know what he mean? hired? No, he did, did think no, he, no, 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 no. He had a motorbike. I lived there for about like six weeks, okay. uh, as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, this is crazy. I cannot stay here. But yeah, it was just really weird. It was like, oh shit, like people like this do exist in Dublin. That's yeah, weird. yeah. Now I think there's probably a, a minority of them here for sure, in comparison to, to other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there, I mean, it's always there. There's always. It's, and it's 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 blame. It's as simple as that. People are unhappy in their own situations and they're looking to blame someone else. Yeah. Um, now, I don't, like, of all the people you could blame in modern Ireland, like when you see Sean Fitzpatrick just uh, mm-hmm. just walks off, I don't think, like, black people are the issue. You know yeah. what I mean? I yeah, think yeah. you have to be fairly twisted to think that's the, mm-hmm. the problem. Yeah. Um, but now that's it's as simple as that. People are unhappy in here. So yeah. Reflects. This guy was a crazy guy. He used, to, he used to make toast and he'd butter it and then... He'd put, uh, he'd butter it. He'd put mayonnaise on it. He'd put tuna, jam, and he'd like eat it just with toast. Well, that's, that's perverse. Yeah. So, <laughs> so dare I say that's that? Worse it, than the last th- yeah, yeah. <laughs> dare I say the racism is only the second worst part <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, um, it takes all sorts. No, the electric chair is the, <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, answer yeah. for people. Like you that. could have had no complaints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, hanging is too good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go again. Uh, okay, here we go. Number eleven. No. Okay, no worries. Damn. Number eleven. Do you I believe can, in? Uh, sorry, what are you gonna say? It's gonna be a whitewash. <laughs> I can sense it. I have faith in you. Okay. All right, if I was to make a prediction, right? Uh, like it's still very early days. Like okay, still, okay. We've, only, we've only done like twenty-two minutes. Oh great. Okay. You're, okay. You're, you're flying it. Okay, you're good, flying good, it. Good. But the question is, do you believe in any conspiracy theories? Oh that, yeah. Um, I thought you would. I don't know if I believe in them, but I find them very interesting. Sure, sure. Um, more so than I have any real belief. I'm reading a, a brilliant book at the moment that Louis Lovett gave me about the Kennedy assassination. Mm. And uh, it's, it's about a like, conspiracy theory behind the Kennedy assassination. But it seems... See, the, the, the term conspiracy theory immediately has negative connotations because it sounds like it's fake. Yes. Whereas this is actually a very well-researched, probably valid probably accurate account of why Kennedy was killed yeah it's so clouded by mystery mm-hmm. um, so I'm finding that very interesting mm-hmm. at the moment I don't um, I don't buy into the, the 9-11 stuff the conspiracy theory sorry I do buy into yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like 9-11 did happen <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. basically I don't buy into the conspiracy theories um, I'm trying to think of other what are famous ones uh, like I think I think the Neil moon landing? did walk on the moon yeah that would be mine that was the first yeah I mean 9-11 yeah. is pretty obvious moon landing uh, I mean, there's all that shit about chemtrails and stuff. Oh yeah, I, I don't know too much about it. I mean, I'm kind of what, what's the crack with the Kennedy book? Because I've heard a lot about about this. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it all ties back to J. Edgar Hoover and Howard Hughes. Mm. Interestingly, and Hoover hated the Kennedys because kind of because they were so liberal. I mean, they weren't even that liberal comparatively to what how politics has moved on now. But he sort of ignored organized crime mm. um, and. Well, not that he ignored it, but he sort of thought getting the Kennedys was a way into it because he thought they were Irish gangsters. Mm-hmm. And in a way, their their dad's money kind of was funded by gangsters. But anyway, that's a whole other... It's very, it's very, it's very long-winded theory. But actually, basically, Hoover and Howard Hughes and Jimmy Hoffa and those people were all involved mm. um, as part of a kind of FBI gang thing. Mm-hmm. Um but it's fair. I'm, I'm not doing this justice at all. No, the James Elroy book. It was yeah. What's the most name book people want to get? Uh, American Confidential. Okay, cool. Yeah. It was a, it was a, quite a big challenge. I set you like sum up the book. In yeah, like yeah. 20 it's, seconds. Like, it's also a massive book. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I just um, heard about because I, I saw like because I can be a bit stupid sometimes, but I saw like Jackie, which is oh kinda, yeah, I haven't seen it actually. Yeah, mm, it's, yeah, it's okay. I mean, yeah, I've, I find the Kennedys fascinating. Yeah. So whether, you know, that could be one of those things that regardless of the quality of the movie, I may find interesting anyway, you know that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, it's it's not bad. And I actually didn't. I, I, <laughs> in the lead up to the movie, one of my mates was like, have you ever seen the video of, of him getting shot? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so graphic. like. Oh, it's absolutely harrowing. Yeah. It's harrowing. And you see him, Poor you woman. See him put his hand to his neck first and you yeah. don't really know what's happening. And then the head just explodes. And his poor like wife is trying yeah. to humpty dumpty him back and together. There's a video of Lee Harvey Oswald being shot as well. Really? Yeah. Whoa. It's a bit more unclear because there's a crowd of reporters. Mm. And they, see, this is where all the conspiracy got. Jack Ruby was able to get into a police station with a fully armed gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you kind of see him walk up and pull from his from his coat pocket and, yeah. and run off. Yeah. And he was dying of cancer. So they think they got him to do it because he'd be dead within a certain period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, um, he didn't mind. Jack Rubenstein. Ruby was a nickname. Whoa. Yeah. 
Is he in Assassins? No, because he's not a president. Your man's not a president. Uh, I was just, oh, it's oh, the Sondheim? Yeah. No, well, Lee Harvey Oswald is. He is, yeah. yeah he's yeah. like... No, Jack Kirby isn't. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't um, kill a president. He just killed... Yeah, yeah. Got killed a president. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Which is really cool. I'm excited to see that in the gig this year. Yeah, Ronan Phelan did a great production uh, with Rough Magic a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, I saw it, yeah. Um, but that was the first... I, didn't, I love Sondheim, but I actually didn't know that musical mm. uh, at all. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Selena does with it. Yeah, I think it'll be really cool. And uh, the mighty Cahill Sinnott is the musical director. Yeah. Who, uh, is a genius by all accounts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've come across. I've never, I've never worked with him, but I've only ever heard. He's him. one of my favorite people. Really, he's bri- and his brother Andrew equally. They're just two brilliant guys. He's a fellow Meath man. Yeah, yeah, he, he is. Bonded yeah. over that a couple of times. That's, yeah, that's about it. But yeah, they're, they're, no, they're great. Guys. And amazing good. musicians, but mm. just really cool blokes as well. Yeah, 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 which is nice. Yeah, really cool when talented people are just like sound out. Yeah, oh, absolutely. There's kind of nothing better than that. Yeah, yeah. Or like nothing more disappointment when someone like who you think is deadly and then they're like... Oh, and then they're an absolute eyesight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is kind of like, ah, fuck. Well, don't meet your heroes. It's yeah. Like, don't meet your heroes. Yeah, that's... Yeah, fair. Yeah. Fair. All right, let's, let's play one. Uh, here we go. It is really warm. Uh, yeah, I'm close the curtains. Like, it is going to get really warm. It is like the nicest day of the year. That's beautiful. And we're in a, in a curtained room. Yeah, like soundproof with like just yeah, foam yeah. everywhere. We're sweating, the walls are sweating, but... Uh, Goodness is we've got number it's 24. It's like a Lenny Abramson film. It, yeah, kind <laughs> yeah, of is. Yeah, yeah. Or an Ender Walsh play. <laughs> kind of is, because you can't leave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we just play this game for eternity. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> um, uh, number 24, Edge Hammett. No, 22 and 26. Oh, man. You're kind of sandwiched in yeah. there. All right. Um, okay, this is a two-handed question. First of all, did you ever get detention in school? Uh, y- yes, but I never went. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Well, what did you do to earn... Oh God! I um, Jesus, I don't know. I can't remember. I remember it have probably more the threat of detention because I think our teachers would say it and say mm. you have detention, but it was mm. kind of up to you to show up on a Friday evening, right, with the uh, vice vice principal, and you're kind of queued up and you'd have to go and sit with him for like an hour or two. But I never did it. I'd just go home. And right. It never. It was never followed up. Okay. Um, Which is great. Yeah. So I don't really know, and that like. Most of the stuff, like, it, it's, it's very pretentious thinking back now, but I was quite good at school. I was quite good at, like, exams and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I always I always did quite well in the exam. So anything I ever got in trouble over was, like, messing or, or chatting in class or whatever. Mm. But my argument was always kind of, I'm doing the work and I'm I'm backing it up. So I should kind of be allowed to mess. That was that was sort of my contention, you know? Yeah, I mean? sure, sure, sure. Um, it's like if I was also failing and not listening and not learning, then, you know what I mean, I... Uh, give me a smack or whatever but uh, that wasn't the case so I sort of though I don't know what the other answer to that is because if you don't have discipline at a school it would just be mayhemic teacher, you give teachers an awful time I'm thinking back now yeah. like I would be I probably would have been better behaved if I went back to school now at 25 yeah but, yeah I know they're, but like they're, yeah no you're right mm. but like it would be fa- it would be fascinating to see like what would change if like even just for example like Kids were given like more chance to like just run around like yeah, yeah. outside. <laughs> well, like I loved, I loved college and UCD. I loved the Lear as well, but I loved just the the freedom of independent learning in UCD. They're kind of going, if you want to show up and learn, we'll teach you. If you don't want to, that's on you. It's not our business. Like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what would happen? I wonder if that was done from like an early age, because like, I guess you just have a massive discrepancy of like yeah. skill levels then throughout life. Even people who well, it's kind of the case in England. Is like, it? Well, not that they they have to go to school, but like the the choices of subjects you can do, you can be studying like golf for your sure. animals and stuff that like aren't academic subjects, and the vast majority of people outside London don't go on to do the A levels anyway. So you're mm-hmm. sort of picking and choosing very isolated subjects. Like at least I don't really like the way the leaving cert pans out, but at least our curriculum covers a very broad yeah series of things. Like you come out with a pretty good general knowledge of lots of different mm-hmm. little things. But now I think. Yeah, I think independent learning is the way forward, but there are, I, I can only speak about that from a personal point of view because sure. I, I kind of get off on learning. Yeah. That's my, uh, um, I kind of have an appetite for it. Right, right. Um, and that's why phones and Facebook and all are a disaster for me because every time I go on, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm. Wayne Rooney has given 100 grand to mm. a, like about any, I, like I find all that stupid stuff. So I end up like, you know, I'm spending hours reading Wikipedia pages about like Rasputin because I was like, what was Rasputin's story again? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is which would be grand if I had like a giant Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you didn't do that. And what but, what uh, did you do in UCD before you studied acting? English and drama. Okay, okay, so it's yeah. kind of a natural yeah, stepping yeah. stone. And drama suck in UCD is where I kind of 
Yeah. Like I did. I went to bed over there, so we had a great drama uh, thing there anyway. Uh, yeah. But um, it was Dramsock that really confirmed that that's what I wanted to do. Amazing. I suppose I knew I wanted to do it, but again, I kind of, as I said, was sort of into learning, but I was sort of fairly like just typical, you know what I mean? Like you go to college and you do a normal mm-hmm. degree first. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really entertain the notion of, of studying acting. Until yeah. I was, 20, I was 21 when I left UCD and then I started applying for drama school. Yeah, yeah. And what was the... What like when you're like back in school and being kind of like mouthy, but it's like quite good at the same mm-hmm. time. Like what, like what kind of is that kind of representative of what kind of a kid you are? Where you like and an adult that I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of. I, I'm just. I'm. I don't think I'm mouthy per se, but I'm quite opinionated. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I'm sort of. I learned over over time to, to a shut mouth catches no flies. Mm. That's sort of my mantra. Um. That often your opinion should just be for you and not to be shared with, it, with sure. other people or with a sort of group of people. And what was the thing that brought you to that understanding? Like, did, did, was it a case of, like, getting in trouble for saying stuff? No, because I, like, I never really got in trouble. I, I get given out to, but I never really, like... That's like water off a duck's back to me. Yeah. Um, because I think... Because that, that's challenging, and I like challenges. Right. But I sort of respond well to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know The Departed? You know that movie, The yeah. Departed? Yeah, yeah. Jack Nicholson has a line in that where he says, uh, I never wanted to be a product of my environment. I wanted my environment to be a product of me. Mm. And I think I believed that for a while. Um, and actually, that's like, that's not, that's kind of awful, actually. Because mm. you're sort of thinking, I have to, but this is, I have to share it. This is what I think. You know, when you're at college as well and you're mm-hmm. all of like revolutionary and you're like, this has, like, the world has to respond to what I'm putting into it. And then actually, it's it, well, not that you shouldn't be a product of your environment necessarily either, but you kind of have to split the difference, I think. And, yeah. Uh, be yourself, but also walk the line within reason. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah it's so funny. Like, I, I was, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, but one of my uh, um, favorite teachers from college had this like thing that she said, which I thought was great at the time, and I still do on some level, but it was that perfectionists are cowards, which is, oh, yeah. is a very nice. Like anything like that, or like that Jack Nicholson quote, like they're just lovely little packaged up things. And you're like, yeah. That's great. And then like, but then when you like, you know, are, are growing up and you're doing stuff and you're being confronted with loads of different things, you realize like, uh, it's nothing is probably as simple as just a sentence. No, it's not. You know no, what it's I mean? Absolutely not. And like then, <laughs> so then I kind of realize, oh well, yeah, maybe sometimes like if you never finish anything because you never think that anything is ready, sure, yeah. that's like how like you're probably a little bit afraid of like the result and then your perfectionism getting in the way. Yeah. But yeah. like then there's <laughs> this other thing is that you know so is it's just really interesting like yeah we, it's kind of nice when you can have something that's like like tied up with a little like bow on top but it yeah, mightn't yeah. actually be real world useful. But there's um we had to do a thing in um in the layer where it was a voice exercise we had to learn a poem and uh, and read it out basically it was all just about projection and how you articulate the certain poetic phrases and everything and I was doing an Auden one uh, no I wasn't doing Auden it was uh, Philip Larkin mm-hmm. and uh, oh, it's annoying me I can't, re- I can't re- remember the name of it but anyway I learned a word that's become my favourite word from that poem which yeah. is specious mm. which means something that seems believable but ultimately isn't ah. so specious reasoning and I just, I just think it applies to like, like seventy percent of things in life. It like, yeah, particularly like theories of people talking. Like, oh, that sounds, that sounds viable. Yeah, but then it turns out that it's not at all. And that's most sort of one sentence quotes. Yeah, are pretty specious. I yes, think. yeah, it, it's amazing, yeah. and it's amazing. Like, what can, what can, e- even like little things. Like, even for example, I, I don't know, is this true? I was gonna say even the example of like listening to someone on a podcast or like I, what I was actually yeah, thinking yeah. of originally was when someone has a microphone you kind of give them this weird authority yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah, and I don't know is the same true with like a podcast like, but even even th- why I was thinking why that should be bollocks is because like we're just two lads who look like we just came from the gym <laughs> yeah, just yeah, sweating talking <laughs> nonsense who've just made it for the first time <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> sweating buckets so like but it is weird that when like when you see someone with a microphone or even like e- even I, yeah, like, I, I don't know especially like growing up I mean it's interesting like because as actors, like, sh- there's a good chance at some stage you're going to end up on, like, the telly or something. Yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah. as a kid, like, the people you've seen... We, we were talking about this yesterday with, with a friend. We were like, why are people obsessed with famous people? We were talking about it actually with, like, in theatre and, like, name casting uh, or, 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 or film and TV. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. how 
you know, a name is going to just make something more successful at box office, kind of regardless of the, the quality, potentially, anyway. It, it's crazy. I, um, Carl Shields, who's directing the play, is in Fair City. Mm. And I've never seen Fair City. Uh, I think I saw an episode of it once when I was in transition year working in an old folks' home. Right. And I've never seen it aside from that. So I have no perception of how popular Fair City actually is. Yeah. And if he's ever standing outside the theatre, like, inevitably, four or five people will be like, How are you, Robbie? Really? How are you, Robbie? When's Katie getting out of that box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the time. Wow. And uh, and that's not even on my radar. And I would be, like, quite aware of, like, cultural things or and celebrity. Like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of unashamedly aware of it, but mm-hmm. I just have no... That one seemed kind of outside my, my remit. And it's, it's yeah. hugely popular. And how does he, how does he as an outsider, like, from you looking in, how does he deal with it, like... He's very good, yeah. Right. He's very good. He uh, would stop for any photo or anything. Or um, if people are drunk, they're a bit more... Um, not aggressive, but they're a bit more unmannerly. Yeah. So I don't think anyone likes that particularly, but most of the time people are people are pretty nice. And yeah. Nice back to them. Yeah. Cool. What What would how would your feelings be if like your career was to go in a place where that was happening with you? Um, it's funny. See, I I have a theory about this that I can't back up because I don't know. But I just I just think that the more open you are about going around and not making a hoo ha about it, the more people will leave you alone. Hmm. Um, now, obviously, that's a, this is a theory that I can't don't have the science to, to to back up. But I genuinely think, if you went about, if I went about my day as I do now, but I also happen to be Colin Farrell, mm-hmm. eventually people would cop on that that's the coffee shop that I go to, mm. or that's where I read the paper or whatever, and they'd just be like, "Yeah, he's there every day." Yeah, but don't don't mind him. He's right, right. There. But does that collapse? And if someone like Carl, I I don't know, but I assume he's not. Going around and looking for people to come up and take pictures. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just a question. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, it's it's because I feel like Ireland is one of the best places to be if you're oh, going to be yeah, like yeah. a. Because it's weird. Like you don't want to call like someone in Fair City like a mini celebrity, but at the same time you're not Colin Farrell. It is like yeah, it's, it's just different. It's a different classes. level. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like internationally, like. Let's just talk about Carl now. Uh, but, like, it's like. We'll give him a call and he can phone in. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he should come and do it. Actually, yeah. it'd be great to have Carl on. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but like, it is it is weird because. Yeah, and I mean, like, Fair City is so interesting because, like, it is pro- like it is so parochial to Ireland. Even something like yeah. Red Rock, I guess, is the, the next thing you want to jump onto. But, like, Earl of Hate, but they have kind of sold abroad now and, like, yeah, yeah, have yeah. a reasonable following. Something Fair City gets, like, something close on a million viewers an episode. It's, it's some huge. crazy. Figure. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. I used to, uh, I, my, my, my friends in college used to always give me shit for it. It was kind of silly. But when, when we were in college, I used to get up. And I had like this like set of like uh, weights in my one of the rooms. I used to pull yeah. them out, and I, I used to I did pretty much never watch it, but I'd listen to Fair City oh, yeah. while I was just like habitually, and not even listen, but it would just always be going on in the background. I always knew it was going on. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but um, yeah, kind of. My friends used to always give me shit, and I was like, "We're gonna graduate drama school, and you're all gonna be like begging for a job in that yeah, show." Yeah, and you're going show. straight to Fair City. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah, lads, I know exactly what's happening. Yeah. Any fair I got to do it. Um, but yeah, guys. Um, I uh, I did watch one the other night for again the first time in in ten years or more because uh, mm. I want I did I was reading all these reports about Katie in the box. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what is this? Why is everyone getting so worked up about this? And I heard that that was the episode where she gets. Gets out of the box. She got out, yeah. So I watched it, yeah. And did she get out? She got out, yeah. Because yeah. there was a lot of like times. Oh, she definitely get out this week, and she didn't get out. <laughs> yeah. Right. And was it dramatic when she got out? How did they? It was pretty dramatic. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty dramatic. Um, but I like I hadn't seen any of the rest of it. I just read the twenty thousand people signed yeah. the petition to. Uh, Is that what was? Was it that substantial? Um. Yeah, twenty thousand people signed. Yeah. Holy shit! To get her out of the box. Like, you um, wouldn't get that for, like, allowing, like, refugees into Ireland. You wouldn't no, get 20,000 yeah. people. They planned a protest outside RTE. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Um, so I found all that just so uh, just so humorous that I had to, I had to watch it then. Yeah. Um, it wasn't bad. I mean, there's a lot of very good actors. Oh, smashing actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's a soap, but it's, like, unashamedly a soap. It's not trying to be The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's always been my thinking on it, is, yeah. like, the, like a most, like, of Ireland's, like... A lot of Ireland's like best actors have been on it. I'd, Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's um it's like it's it's a cultural institution. Like yeah, I I, I used to have notions uh, in college about like oh, I'd only ever do Chekhov or only ever do Shay. Like I never limited it that much. But mm-hmm. you know, think that's what pure drama is until like you actually get out in the real world and you have to pay your rent. Yeah, and you have to you know you have to make money and you're not like 
you get older and when you're when you're in school and stuff your parents can support you and like there comes to a point where they can't do that anymore and you yeah. have to start you have to start earning a living and you're not going to do that from the one Shakespeare play that someone does a year you know yeah, 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 yeah. 400 quid a week for five weeks like, that's not enough to live on yeah I know Um, so any notions I had about what I would or wouldn't do have kind of have kind of gone out the window yeah unless, unless it's something you know what I mean unseemly or, or makes me look bad basically mm-hmm. yeah yeah which is yeah it's good to have those like yeah yeah. You, yeah you gotta find that balance of like paying the rent and like still having some kind of like standards for yourself yeah you yeah. know it is interesting there are like there's stuff I think uh, for some reason in Ireland as well the advertising is so silly like they really make people look silly mm. but like I would never do, I would never do something that made me look purposefully silly that I wasn't in control of like I don't mind poking fun of myself but like yeah like an ad for bank, I'm not gonna do that you know what I mean sure to sure a burger. yeah absolutely not yeah like, um and I don't know why advertising has gone that way. Yeah. And actually what but what Dermot Banjaman does so well is they're, they're just proper stories. They're little small short films mm. in 30 seconds. Yeah, they're great. That aren't, and no one's being like humiliated in them, you know what I No, mean? they're probably like cinematic. Yeah. Like you yeah, could yeah. Like, put it on a showreel. Do you exactly, know what I mean? Exactly, yeah, brilliant stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the, that's the level advertising can be. So I don't know why it isn't all yeah. like that. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, it's a good point. Yeah. Well, we have no advertisements for this show, so if anyone's listening and wants to sponsor yeah, us for the personality bingo, that'd be excellent. That's <laughs> why you can sponsor me. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patron yeah. of the arts. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's give it a go. So here we go. Number. Let's try to get your number. Number fourteen. Yeah, right on. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, There's your pen. Yeah, give it, give it a little cross off. <laughs> Finally. All right, you got twenty minutes left. Number, number. What was it fourteen? Fourteen. Yeah. All right, well done. Okay, question is: How do you feel about the word millennial? Oh yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. Um, I hate it because it's pejorative. Mm-hmm. rather than just to, like if people only use it to refer to a certain generation of people born within a certain time I'd have no problem with what, it I'm sorry I, what does pejorative mean again negative okay it's always right. said in a negative context yes okay put down in context and um, my brother is a, a psychologist right and he's, uh, he's recently been doing a bit of media stuff with, with Tuberty mm. and he was on Tuberty about a month ago talking about uh, generation snowflake which is the other term for millennials yeah which is just I just find them all so insulting you know yeah like, um, and it's as old it's as old as time like parents in the 50s gave out about Elvis yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. they said that their children shouldn't be watching this fella shake his hips and now Elvis has become you know what I mean archaic yes uh, well yeah I mean, he's amazing but like you know what I mean comparatively to, to hip hop or whatever parents are giving out about now or sure that that it's just it's no different from it's, it's as old as time it's yeah. as old as time yeah, so yeah. I think we should stop entertaining it and just be like there's no Every, it's all going to be grand mm-hmm. it's all going to be grand we're all going to end up probably the same yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah everyone older now so is now like, you know what I mean yeah and like yeah. so early on you mentioned about with social media and stuff yeah, and yeah. like how like um, something along the lines like that would be like our demise and do you think I don't know like because the word millennial and nearly like social media are like so synonymous now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. it's such a, it's such a clickbait word. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because you you do see our snowflake, you do see you're kind of like, well, what the fuck are they saying? Because because you're just lumped into it because like we were both yeah, born, born in the nineties. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you're both lumped into. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And but I mean, social. The first thing with social media isn't limited mm-hmm. to people our age because because it wouldn't be have anywhere near the effect of the popularity if it was. Sure. Um, I only I, th- I have an issue like this is I probably sound very preachy I use social media all the time I'm yeah, constantly yeah. on Facebook but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm aware of it that's the, the masochistic element of it yes um, but it's I was, uh, I was talking to someone about this the other day Alan Watts the, the philosopher said in like mm-hmm. the 70s that technology would advance at such a rate that there would be a massive increase in anxiety mm-hmm. uh, because basically any of those releases of endorphins or dopamine in sort of uh, uh, their original terms were like from killing a boar and bringing it back to your family and then like mating with the, the the female of the tribe or whatever and that's all these very natural things and you're moving physically mm. and you're exercising and hunting and building and and that's how we got those releases of endorphins yeah and now you get them from facebook likes mm. and that's so much more it's exponential the growth of that compared to you can only kill one boar in a day yeah you can upload <laughs> 400 photos to Facebook you know what I mean and get different responses or feel very bad about yourself when you don't get uh, 500 likes on it or whatever yeah Um. and that's and Alan Watts obviously didn't know about Facebook but he said the way technology is going that's it's going to lead to a rise in anxiety and 
there absolutely is a oh, massive rise in sure. anxiety. Now, there's another side to that that maybe that anxiety was always there and just our parents' generation didn't speak about it, mm. which is a possibility. And that's definitely true to a certain extent, mm-hmm. that they weren't as open a generation as we are now, mm. which is also why Generation Snowflake gets slagged because it's always people talking about their feelings and stuff. Sure. And it's grand to poke fun, but I do actually think that's important. You know what I mean? We yeah. have to be able to be open with one another. Um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's going to be the death of us just because we're going to become increasingly anxious and increasingly unsatisfied. And and what's the thing keeping you on it, say, knowing all that? Um, addiction, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably an addiction at this stage. Like I do. Uh, I don't upload that much content, mm-hmm. but I do get a gratifying feeling when like people do respond to it. Mm. Uh, I have to do it now, kind of at the moment, to promote the show. Yeah, um, big time. And like, I feel a bit sick about it. Actually, yeah, but yeah, I have to do it because it probably is... ask for money for the funding. Oh, I sure. I feel really, I really don't like that. Yeah, but we have to do it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Um, but it's like it's a necessary evil, but I do think it's evil. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Information. It's an addiction to information. And it's a way of staying in contact. Like it's, um, I like seeing what my friends are up to and stuff. I don't really, I like seeing photos. Mm-hmm. Like people always like seeing photos. That's why you have wedding albums. Mm, mm. But um, I don't get the, what do they call a FOMO? The fear of missing yes. out. I don't get that. I never see, I never see a picture of someone with a point to be like, oh, I wish I was having a point now. I don't get that even remotely. Right, right. I don't right. know why, but I don't. Yeah. Um, that's funny. I found that with with, with Snapchat. I oh yeah, I, I don't have that one actually. That's the one. Yeah, I I, I I had it deleted for ages, and I was like, oh, I'll get back on it. Had it, and then like kind of exactly like that. I seen like three of my friends out together. I was kind of like, why am I there? And I was like, wait, yeah. but like you, we're not designed to know what we're missing out on. Like I yeah, shouldn't yeah. know that. And then like yeah. there's probably a great reason why I'm not there. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but you yeah. automatically go, they like, all hate you. yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, but I, I, I'm just like I'm actually happier. I don't know what they're doing unless like they want me to know what they're doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Get rid of it. Um, no, it's absolutely true. And like you don't have to see your friends every day either. Like my mm. my best mate in the world, we see each other maximum twice a month. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're both very busy. Yeah, but we talk. We talk regularly. We talk basically every day. But we only see each other, um, about twice a month. Yeah, and that's all right. Like, that's fine. And sometimes he will be out with like other mates, or I'll be out with other mates. Mm. And there's no like there shouldn't be any negativity or jealousy there, and there isn't. Yeah, but that some people, probably most people mm. now, actually as a result of this, do kind of go, oh why are they, why are Tom and Ross doing that podcast, and I wasn't invited along to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but it's just. It's nothing about you. It's no. It's no um, derogatory statement about you. It's, mm. it's, you know, what I mean. So you should be comfortable in what you're doing, and yourself. You, you probably have something very important to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is a funny one. But I think, yeah, I think I can only see. I can only see negative out- outcomes. Yeah, me too. Um, but that being said, I'm still doing it. Yeah. But then, like smokers still smoke, and they know it causes cancer. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It. I. 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 It's. I. 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 It's just such an interesting thing because, like. I think everyone knows it on some level that's not good. Like, yeah. does ha- like obviously social media does have advantage. Of course it does. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think absolutely. it would make, like, emigrating, well, in one way, like, a lot easier because yeah. you can stay in touch with people so much easier. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. not the same. The same way, like, talk about fear of missing out. Like, imagine that fear of, like, you're, like, wherever, like, Australia, the States, even London, and you're yeah, just yeah. seeing... Because you do, like, I'm sure in your timeline now, you've, like, people, like, literally scattered across the world. Yeah, yeah, And definitely. you're seeing it. But you know what's so funny about my, my Facebook timeline is the people that I'm actually really good mates with very rarely come up on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why that is. Mm. But there's, and there's probably a way to uh, organise it that I'm, I'm just not aware of. But, like, I always see... I always see the same people. Maybe they're the people who post very regularly, but they're not, like... They wouldn't be close friends, and mm. a lot of them kind of irk me. It's a lot of the... I know people get annoyed at this expression now, but uh, virtue signaling. Yeah. It's all the people. Let's just work under that banner for a minute because I know, uh-huh. I know people find it offensive to say that now. But um, it's all the people who kind of always have something to say about whatever issue there is in the world at the moment mm. are always the ones that come up on my Facebook. Thing. I bet there's some kind of science behind that from Facebook's yeah. point of view. That they're like, they know that they see that this these are the people who get the most traffic to their shit yeah, yeah. and then they push it because. Like, because I remember this guy, and he's dude in his in his his forties, fifties, lovely, perfectly nice man. But he used to do this thing where he'd write like a big, 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 big long Facebook status every day. Yeah. 
I remember being in school to the point like and he was articulate and intelligent yeah, yeah, and yeah. vulnerable and an interesting man and I would go and check it and as I got older I kind of realised like oh, some of this stuff is kind of weird and I yeah, don't, yeah. this is like a weird relationship that everyone has to these Facebook sites kind of started like I don't know just trying to disconnect from a little bit and, and as did he, he these kind of became less frequent okay, but, yeah, but yeah. it was I was I can't even remember my point but it was just that it was fascinating to see like how like Steer Diary yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't I, I I talked about this it's actually a podcast that's going to come out after years with a um, a lovely dude who also podcast with head stuff but we were talking about I don't know how healthy it is to Dear Diary on your yeah, that Facebook. Makes so. And that it's makes for so. that reason of the yeah. endorphins, especially we were talking very specifically about uh, something that I brought up, but about you know a friend who's gone through like a really difficult time uh, and was putting up how he's gone through a really difficult time, and was obviously people when people see that you know I, I guess the show's support it's like an admiration of vulnerability. There's yeah. loads of things going on, but they will like it, like it, like it, like it. As I said, it ended up yeah. with like genuinely thousands of likes. You okay, babes? Actually, all this stuff, too. and you're just like, this is gonna make you feel worse because you're gonna be brought yeah, up yeah. here with all this endorphins, and then realize that it's all bollocks. Well, it's, it's inevitably negative. People don't want to see. Or just, I'm just having a cracking day. Yeah, life is just it's swell. Yeah, people don't want to see it. Mm. People won't respond to it. Mm-hmm. People will respond to. Um, sad energy or negative energy and I don't know what that is I don't know what that says about us yeah that's um, weird. And sometimes I feel obliged to like stuff because a hundred other people have and it's some thing and I don't know why I've, I've stopped doing that but I did feel obliged at a certain stage yeah you're right yeah. Um, yeah and I've no obligation to that you know what I mean yeah and nor should anyone else yeah yeah um, but I think what that is as well I am very very lucky in that I have two people particularly in my life maybe even outside my family as well my family are amazing that I, I feel very comfortable talking to you about everything. Mm. And maybe if you don't have that, you you feel the need to do it on a more public platform because you don't have those intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's okay as well. And I think that, that's actually a really good point because yeah. that could be what what the specific example yeah. I had in mind. That actually could be a really good point about it. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, it is. It is sad, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah. It's, yeah, so that's important as well to realise that and not to feel like anger or disdain about it but just be like, that is a, that's a bit sad yeah 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 <laughs> I know yeah I guess when you step away from anything you can kind of be like yeah that's yeah, just yeah. like unfortunate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. God, we're, bringing, we're going down we're I going know down. Okay. alright let's bring it back up alright we've got 10 minutes left let's oh, ramp yeah, it back okay. up right yeah, yeah. okay here we go whoa okay one came flying out there so number 4 no our number 4 question is what would 7 year old you think of you right now oh god uh, I'd probably be very disappointed that I'm not playing for Man United oh same <laughs> Jesus, it's such I a great point. I can only imagine. Yeah, anything I find cool now, I did not find cool when I was seven years old. Really? Not one thing, no. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is so interesting. So yeah. you weren't like the kind of kid you're like, from when you were seven, like your parents knew you were going to be an actor. No, like that. Man United. Not that I'd be a professional footballer, that I'd be a professional footballer playing for Man United. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. specifically. Specifically. Even no. if like, even if Arsenal came in, you'd be like, no, no I'm, wait, I'm holding out, I'm holding <laughs> out. Sorry, Wenger, I'm holding out. Um, yeah, basically. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, that's kind of a good answer. Yeah, yeah. I always say, I always say this. I'm like the dream acting job is like when like Dream Team comes oh, back, yeah. like the revival <laughs> yeah. just That'd get be cast. Be unbelievable. They did an Irish one. Do you remember that about like a guy team? That was <laughs> shot in Dunboyne as well. Was it? Yeah, oh, yeah it was. on, yeah. Home, ground, on yeah. home ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think about that all the time. I'm like, yeah, yeah. when's that? When, when? A friend of my sister was, was in it. We wa- I remember watching, I think I only saw the one episode, but we watched it this year. Yeah. yeah. Actually, in a, when you look back in hindsight, it's an amazing cast. Is it? Yeah. Everybody's working. Like, the whole front line, they all, like, I think it was all like their like, training ground nearly. It was like, they, they oh, no. pardon the pun, but they all kind of learned their craft there. Yeah, like, it's like nearly the entire cast of Love I wonder hate. is there a DVD? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, because, because the lads in Dunboyne used to work as extras playing like on the team. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, the, the, apparently there were, it's really hard to get, I've looked for it online before. <laughs> I would love to see it. Yeah. I can't remember and I couldn't tell you who was in it now. No, 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 no. If you guys. But uh, yeah, okay. All right, let's play one. Uh, okay, number 26. Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm going to determine to give you short answers now so we can get to the... Yeah, so no one's done this in a while. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. yeah, you know, like there's like <laughs> like a traditional like alpha male on it. Yeah, competitive. Go, go, go. Competitive Shut energy. Up, Tom, go. Uh, all right. When was the last time you said a prayer? Oh, well, that's interesting. Um, I... <laughs> Just slow your answers right down. Yeah, now. That... We talk about religion <laughs> right, for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not religious, but I, I believe in sort of uh, positive thoughts and, and thinking actively about things that you that you 
want or sort of uh, uh, positive thoughts about people. Mm. So if you consider that prayers, I do it pretty regularly. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and I think that is all a prayer is, except for certain people, they bring God into it. Yeah, they just want to point it somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah I do prob- probably pretty regularly, actually. I, 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 I try and spend a bit of time. It probably only happens a couple of times a week. But just kind of thinking about people that are important to me and thinking about goals and, and, and stuff and just having positive thoughts and positive feelings about them yeah really nice yeah yeah. Um, it's not and it's never a really conscious thing I never say I'm going to sit down and do this it mm. just sort of occurs to me yeah. normally when I'm in bed yeah yeah, yeah. good because you can do yeah yeah, yeah. nice alright let's go um, uh, okay number 252 ah oh, 58 okay I th- yeah alright uh, yeah. number 52 question is oh we're, we're staying in that ballpark do you believe in the afterlife no not even remotely, no. That's all I have to say in the matter? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, two came out there. I'll ask you first and first. Number 39. Um, do you have that? Okay. Number the Blanche. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just a, it really is a dub and bust team <laughs> podcast. Uh, how do you feel about being the age you currently are? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, I'm kind of all right with it. I'm kind of all right with it. I, I've started to think that I'm not... The, maybe we're not that young anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> to go Springsteen on it <laughs> but um, yeah I'm sort of like you know if, if I was born 100 years ago I'd probably have died in the war already sure <laughs> That's yeah what I think of it yeah yeah um, or like when my dad was my age I think he had a house you know what I mean I probably had a son oh yeah um so I do, but we can't think about things in those terms because that's not that's not what the 21st century is anymore yeah but now I've started to think I'm an adult only kind of recently and I don't act like one but I'm started to think I should probably try a bit harder to be one. Yeah, are you 25, did you say? 25, yeah. That's so funny. 26 I, pretty soon. Right. Yeah. Without knowing you, I, I would have thought you were older. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Um, Maybe because right. I've seen you in a play where you're probably... Yeah, I kind of p- played a few older characters in the Lear and stuff. I, I'm also being very serious today. I'm I'm a deeply immature man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> deeply, deeply. It's been recorded, In my though. foundations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, no, I'm kind of thinking... I've started to think... It's also now having left college. Mm-hmm. I was in college, like I, I was in full time education from the age of five until last July. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Um, so this is kind of my first year in the real world, for for want of a better mm-hmm. expression. So I'm actually think and I, and like where I've been working, I did work in the past, but I kind of lived with my parents and stuff, so it wasn't as big an issue. Yeah. And now I have to think about saving money and what money goes on, and will I ever be able to buy a house? And the likelihood is probably no, unfortunately. Yeah. Unless there's a massive crash again, which I think there will be. And I and I somehow don't lose any money. In it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but you're thinking about that. That stuff. Yeah, only recently. But mm-hmm. yeah, I have been. I have been thinking about it. And yeah, interesting, interesting. You think it's going to be a bit of a crash? Absolutely. Yeah. Look at the look at the house prices. We are repeating all our failures of, of ten years ago, and it will happen the exact same way. Yeah. And we were warned. That's the worst bit. Mm. We were all warned. Oh God. Yeah. And I think it will happen sooner rather than later. Really? Yeah, I would say within the next two three years. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Right, well, you heard it here first. first. <laughs> <laughs> David McWilliams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, sure, we'll plow another question. Yeah. Uh, number 20. No. Damn it. No worries. <laughs> no, all right, number 20. Uh, have you or do you ever consider emigrating? Um, no, not really. Not really. Uh, the, I mean, obviously, the, the West End and, and stuff is the most uh, viable acting dream for uh, Irish people. Mm-hmm. And I would happily go over to London for work. Uh, but I don't, I don't really like London that much in terms of. I just don't really like the vibes of it. I find it very rushed, very busy. Right. Um, so I'm pretty happy in Dublin. I uh, love New York. I would, mm. I would move to New York. Yeah. Um, I would. I mean, so I don't really want to leave Dublin, and that all depends on like relationships and everything as well. If sure. I, if I somehow found myself at like a crossroads. Yeah. And I wanted to get out of somewhere. I'd go to New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm in no rush to go to England or Australia. Mm-hmm. Or they're basically the only places people ever go to. Canada. I've never been to Canada. Maybe I would like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is interesting as well. Like when, mm. when you're an actor, there are like certain like actor cities. Like you can yeah. go like probably London, New York, LA. Yeah. I've not really interest in LA. Yeah. Uh, only because I'd love to go just to see it. But anyone I know that's been is like, no, mm-hmm. get out of there. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of trust them. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, I feel like, I, funny, I, I wouldn't ever like rule it out, but I feel like it's the kind of place I wouldn't want to go and start from scratch. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know no, what I mean? You're going to be a bartender. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're you, going over to be a bartender. Like. Yeah, which is fine, but like yeah, if yeah. you could go with a thing to be like, this is my thing, I want to do more yeah, things, can we do things, that'd be okay. I've Yeah, I've, I've um, I'm kind of pragmatic about, about the acting world around so few people, uh, so few Irish people end up actually over in LA working. Like you can genuinely count them on probably one hand two hands at a stretch mm. you know what I mean mm. um, but I'm sort of I don't really think about that one. yeah 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 cool um, but yeah let's go come on okay okay, okay. Me, D- uh, okay. this this is going to be the last question no <laughs> then I definitely can't win you, this no, is just a you, consolation I mean you couldn't win from like a half an hour ago I would say <laughs> <laughs> just didn't want to tell you, you <laughs> it's kind of like the dog in the back of the car like yeah. well, where are we going let's just do another hour <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, okay uh, right okay you've got four numbers left what like what number would you like to draw you only got one more chance if, if I could pick one out for you what would it be uh, just out of um What's that word? Uh, just purely optically, I'd like it to be 58 because mm-hmm. I know it's form a nice little Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I get you, yeah, I get yeah. you. That would kind of make a triangle, yeah. Yeah, sure, that's, okay. the only, that's basically the only okay, I'm gonna, thing I can I, I will try find number 58 free in here. Uh, uh, I don't think, I feel like it's not 58. No. It's 34. Oh, no, come, sorry. I'm sorry, man. Have I done the worst? Uh, no, no, okay, pe- okay. people have whitewashed. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's, it's not that uncommon. <laughs> okay. You actually did the best in a while. Oh, great. Well, <laughs> I feel like people that. have been, yeah, because we've just been like, we've just been like chatting for like a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> all right, okay, question. Uh, if you weren't Irish, what nationality would you choose to be? Oh, that's a good question. Don't say it like uh, all you yeah, weren't like, good questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's just, that's a question I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, See, it's very easy to just go for another English-speaking country because that, that's the easy answer and that's probably not even correct. Sure. Uh, maybe maybe Italian. I always felt like there's probably someone through my family who's Italian at some stage. Yeah. Um, and I like kind of cooking with my hands. Yeah, I like yeah. getting my hands involved. Um, but then they're they're also very a lot more relaxed than I am. Um, oh, that's... Northern Irish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You like being Irish. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. I just uh, maybe maybe a New Yorker actually. Yeah. I, say, I don't want to say American because I don't think American. You've interestingly picked things that you could easily be. You like could look Italian very easily. <laughs> like with a slight tan, you'd be. A pure but that's probably Italian. why I'm thinking that. It's probably maybe. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Don't have a good enough imagination. You, well, hey. Okay. So wait. Let me. Let me. Let me. Then I'm interested in that. So then. Just liking Ireland and stuff. What 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 would be like a thing about Ireland that you're like very proud of, and a thing about Ireland that you'd like to change? Um, in either in any order you want. Li- literature is my. I think that's why I feel so closely with Ireland. Or sorry, let's just say arts in general. Sure. I have a deep love of Irish music as well. Right. But now literature, there's like I read. I love American short stories, but generally I just think. Uh, Irish writers, particularly like Joyce, Miles Nagopoline, um, some of B and stuff, the writers from that period. I know Joyce is a bit earlier than those guys. I just, I don't know, I feel some weird native connection to. Mm. And traditional music, I'm not an expert and I don't I don't play any traditional instruments or anything, but it, it stirs some kind of deep, innate, native feeling in me. Yeah. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is. And I can, that's sort of, it just makes me believe in tribes. Mm. I believe in uh, in the differences between countries, and actually, I think as important as it is that we have a global society and that there is no racism or any sort of judgment, I think the best route to do that is to acknowledge that people and nationalities are different mm. and respect those differences rather than presume we're all just one, um, you know, bland species. Because I don't think that's the case. Sure, sure. But I don't sure. think it can be because there's thousands of years of different upbringings yeah in different in different countries and I, I at the moment we're the the culmination of thousands of years of irish mm. culture and, and upbringing and in a hundred years time that will have uh, uh, mutated slightly but hopefully in a positive way yeah and in terms of negative um it's probably going to be political uh unfortunately i think uh i just think we we did so much wrong and now we're doing it all again and there's what I, what did I say uh, two, some 2,700 homeless Irish families mm. that's just families mm. something like 7,000 
homeless in general. Mm-hmm. Um, my sta- I'm not saying those are accurate stats, but it's in and around those numbers. Yeah. Um, which I, th- I just think is a disgrace. Uh, normal hardworking people can't get mortgages, mm-hmm. uh, and we do, we don't have a, a, a European system where we rent for life. We do have a buying culture. Yeah. And we're making it next to impossible for people with good living wages. Um, our next Taoiseach who is getting a lot of positive feedback because of his sexuality, which is, is brilliant to have an, uh, so open a culture that we, we can't have an openly gay Taoiseach, but he's, he's running on a, a campaign that's essentially anti-poor person and anti-welfare. Mm-hmm. So I'm going, it doesn't really matter what your sexuality is when that's your campaign agenda. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, that's, a, that's a minor factor that I think we should probably ignore, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just, I don't know, for some reason, and it, it came with money, it came as soon as we made money in this country, that became the important thing and like like Trump's America and like Wall Street it's about looking after the, the fat cats and not really looking after anyone else mm. and I think I don't know what I don't actually know what we can do that's what annoys me I don't know what the answer is right if I had a solution I'd be like let's this is what we do and we all band together I don't know what it is I don't know so it just annoys me and I don't Um, I'm sure there is a way to change it but I, I don't have the answers yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's tricky. Don't yeah. end on like a downer, but I just it's yeah, it's just sorry. no, <laughs> I no, no, no. What I don't like, and then go for what I yeah, do. Yeah, like. yeah. I know. also love the Dubliners. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, <laughs> Dubliners are great. Um, yeah, yeah. You would love to get those lads' perspective on this, even the yeah, dudes yeah. who have passed away. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Drew or someone, and just be like, what do you think of this? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pardon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. But yeah, that's a. Uh, that's sort of what I think. I wish I, I wish I had it. I wish someone had a solution. That's that's mm-hmm. kind of my problem as well. No one's coming out being like, "This is what we do to fix it." Yeah. And for some reason, and maybe it's our media, but anyone, any alternative voices like the people before Profit or the sort of independent TDs, mm. I kind of poo pooed in the media to such an extent that uh, even I kind of looked at them being like, "Oh, they're sort of they're sort of headbangers, aren't they?" Yeah. Maybe they're not. <laughs> you know, maybe they're not. And that's I've really just good point. Been hypnotized. Yeah. But I have been hypnotized. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I know, um, which makes it like you're just gonna go in this weird circle of like Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael, yeah, yeah, yeah. Labour, Fianna Fáil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Labour, you know what I mean? Something weird. Well, um, not so much Labour now, I guess, but yeah, 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 it is interesting. I guess. Sorry, I did leave out Sinn Fein, who are like, you know, oh, they're growing, they're, they're growing, growing all the time, um, which is a different conversation. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. They're gonna have to come up with some policies. <laughs> yeah, pretty soon. I know. I don't think they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very easy to yeah, be yeah. the naysayer, like, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, it's fascinating. It is. We're at, we're at a we're at a crossroads, I think, and I hope we go the right way. Yeah. Um, Why, man? Um, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, uh, and thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course. Um, um, so just before we let you go, tell me a little bit about um, where people can find you online, social media, and give us all the details about the play so people can check out this. Yeah, this yeah, week. absolutely. So the play is called I'm a Bird Now, uh, written and performed by me and directed by the mighty Carl Shields, and we have an amazing creative team behind that. Uh, and that is running from the 2nd of June until the 17th of June in Theatre of Stairs, which is above Lannigan's Pub mm. on Eden Key, just around the corner from the Abbey. So our, our, our West End district. Mm. Uh, yes. Our north, north side, North Liffey district. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's it's a, it's a an odd kind of play and it's a different kind of play, but I, there's a lot of there's a lot of humour and a lot of heart in it. And there's a couple of songs. So uh, if the if the poster looks a bit heavy, there is some light entertainment in there as well. Nice. And... Uh, I'd love I'd love people to come along and see it and, and uh, make their own minds up. Amazing. Do you have any Twitter or Instagram or anything like that that you want to plug? I do. I do. Well, Twitter... Jeez, um, I don't know what my thing is. I think it's Ross Gainer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ross underscore Gainer, Ross dot Gainer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't actually know. It's kind of a unique um, name. I feel like people will find you. Ross Gainer. Gainer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I don't think it's too... Oh, there's a guy who plays for Dundalk, actually. Yeah, a footballer, but it's, I'm not him. I'm not the footballer. You're not the footballer, <laughs> or Peter Gaynor. It's Peter, Peter Gaynor. Yeah, yeah. No you're relation. No relation. No relation. A friend, but not a relation. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah cool. Nice one. Thank you. Amazing, man. Thank you so much for doing yeah, it. Thanks a million. And, uh, thanks best of luck with the play. Shaking hands yeah. if you go out there. It's a, yeah, it is a, it's an entirely audio medium, but I feel like they'll, they'll feel <laughs> yeah. it in their hearts. No, thanks so much. I had a great time. Thanks, Ross. Let's Cheers. See you another hour. Yeah. <laughs> So guys, that was Ross Gaynor playing Personality Bingo with me. A massive thank you to Ross for taking the time to do it. And I do one more time want to implore you to see his show, I'm a Bird Now. As I said, it's at the theatre upstairs. Check them out on Facebook, on their Twitter. Uh, They're super active on social media. And the stuff that they produce really is second to none. I couldn't recommend it anymore. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, Ross is a brilliant, brilliant actor. Uh, And I haven't seen the show just yet. I will be seeing it this week. uh, And I've heard only, only brilliant things. So please do go and check that out. 
out. Uh, guys, other than that, please check out Fix Me if you get a chance. That sounded kind of really desperate, didn't it? It kind of sounded sad. Like, please check out Fix Me. Like, please. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't mind if you don't want to. I, I just recommend it. I just think it's quite good. Uh, check out Fix Me. It's online. It's free. If you can share that with a friend, if you can share that with a Netflix executive, uh, whatever you're, you're feeling, um, you know, um, I, won't, I won't judge which one you choose to do. Uh, but yeah, look, guys, as I said, it does open us up to hundreds of new viewers. Uh, and the same goes for podcasts and listeners. If you can share it with a friend, just tell someone to their face say to their face you know this great podcast uh, called Personality Bingo and you think that they should listen because it changed your life and is the best thing that you've ever heard in your life you know that, 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 that's what I do but um, but look I'm not Christ so so you do you uh, guys look uh, a massive thank you for listening a huge thank you to Connor Nolan for our artwork to More Than Machines for the music to the Headstuff Podcast Network for hosting us also uh, check them out in general they've got some smashing podcasts No Encore Juvenalia uh, there's a new food podcast which sounds really exciting the Alison Spittle Show Fascinated with Garode Farley, uh, the Headstuff Podcast, there's so many there to choose from, so go get stuck into all of them. Oh, and Reviewables, I didn't really skip that, that would be mean. Uh, also, a huge thank you to the boss man, Taz Kelleher, for mixing, producing and editing the podcast. As always, check out her podcast, The Moments Podcast. Um, again, a smashing listen. And uh, yeah, other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm not sure who we're going to have for you next week, we do have some cool ones lined up, and uh, kind of uh, a little bit of... Uh, increased diversity in the guests that's what we, we've discussed um, so that is coming your way guys thank you so much for listening to Ross Gaynor play personality bingo with me Tom Warren This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.